by making up for lost time. Welcome. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Well, it's, it's not quite midnight yet, but you're listening to Yesterday Today, the show that brings you the best of yesterday's radio today. I'm Jake Westbrook, and this is my co-host, McLean Westbrook. Yes, and we're here to help you say goodbye, 23, hello, 24, with our typical vintage programming. That's right. We're ringing out 2023 with some classic radio of yesterday. What better time of year to appreciate the sounds of years gone by while we take stock of the time that has passed while we look ahead to the future for old radio be forgot in days of, um, yeah, we have a visitor. Too soon to be the baby New Year. Well, maybe he's early. I think if the New Year arrives early, that'll cause trouble, but I'll go see. Well, our New Year's caller is none other than Lenny the Rat himself. Hey, you know, I never cared too much for that rat nickname. Gives me a sort of connotation. Ah, Lenny, I think you've earned that connotation, my friend. You're always pulling some kind of low-down scam that, um... You know what? Actually, never mind, never mind. What's that? I just realized that, you know, warranted or not, my attacks on your character aren't particularly in keeping with the uh, sort of goodwill that we should embody as we go into a new year. Let's make 2024 a fresh start. Rather than dwelling on your previous misdeeds, I'm going to try to encourage you to do better and grow as a person, huh? How's that sound? Say, now there's an idea. And speaking of growing, I got a way we can grow our bank accounts. I got this little investment idea cooked up and I'm letting you fellas in on the ground floor. All right, I was perhaps a bit overly optimistic there. Yeah. Hold on, Jake. You said we shouldn't be judging Lenny based on his past. Maybe this investment idea of his is legitimate. Exactly. This is perfectly legitimate. And it's just the thing in time for New Year's, too. I'm sorry, Lenny. You can go, go ahead and tell us all about your, uh, your thing, whatever it is. Certainly. Look, what do people love to do on New Year's Eve? Drink? No, no, what's the whole point of the holiday? Celebrating a day off of work? I'm talking about the real point of the whole day. People spend the final moments of the year counting down until midnight. That's the whole fun of the entire holiday. Well, I, I thought good company and entertainment might play a part in it as well, but maybe I was mistaken. People love counting down the final seconds of the year. What do you think all that 3-2-1 stuff is about? Uh, how exactly do you make money off of this? Well, what if instead of making people wait until the last ten seconds or so to count down the rest of the year, we let them count down all the seconds in the entire year? All the seconds in a year? You bet. I made this special watch. Instead of the second hand moving sixty times to complete a circle, I got it so it moves once for every single second in the year. Moves for every... Wait, how, how many seconds are in the year? Thirty-one and a half million or so. I had to look it up. And you made a watch that can count down all of those thirty-one and a half million seconds. Sure, take a look here. Lenny, you can't even tell that the second hand is moving. Is it moving? Well, no. That's the beauty of it. You sell these babies at the start of the year when everyone's excited about New Year's and all that. They won't even notice the thing doesn't work until around February. 
but by then they'll have forgotten about it anyway. By the time they remember the watch in December, they'll have lost it by then, and you can sell them another one. Or they'll find it and think it's working because the hands are where they were at the same time last year. Didn't I tell you this thing was legitimate? Lenny, selling a watch that doesn't work is the exact opposite of legitimate. Oh, say what does legitimate mean anyhow? And for those reasons, I'm out. Lenny, I made a mistake. I should not have let you talk. I was right the first time. What about all that stuff you were saying about not judging people based on the past? This idea could hit, you don't know. Lenny, I'm ignoring you now. Anyway, to celebrate the arrival of the new year, here's an episode of uh, Favor McGee and Molly. Hey, how about another idea? Non-alcoholic eggnog. I just thought of it. It's going to be huge. The trick is to sell them the whiskey separately. Twice to profit. No one's stopping you from leaving, you know. Miles Laboratories, makers of Alka-Seltzer, bring you another visit with Fibber McGee and Molly. Again, we invite you to listen to the transcribed adventures of Fibber McGee and Molly. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Ralph Goodman and directed by Max Hutton. We'll see what's going on in Wistful Vista shortly. I hope you'll have yourself some fun this holiday weekend, because fun is good for you. And whether you're going to watch a good football game... ...or get out and bowl... ...or spend a night at the fights... Or whether you just intend to stay home and catch up on your loafing. You have to feel good to enjoy yourself. But when you don't feel up to having fun because of that all-in, all-over feeling with a headache or an upset stomach, you can depend on Alka-Seltzer for effective, refreshing relief. Alka-Seltzer tablets dropped into a glass of water fizz and become a liquid way to relief. Starting with a liquid is wise because anything else you swallow has to be changed by your body into liquid form before it can help you. Ask at your drug counter for Speedy Alka-Seltzer, the medicine that's so refreshing. It's a favorite of so many for relief that does so much. And get maybe a dozen of our friends. You know, just our closest friends, together. Oh, that's a wonderful idea, McGee. Our own New Year's Eve party right here at home. Sure. Why fight the crowds at the sump room or someplace and pay 15 bucks for two horns and a paper hat and then have to slip the head waiter another five bucks to get a table, like last year? Last year? Yeah, that's what Herb Travis told me he did last year. Oh. Took Ruth out for a good time and wound up dancing with Francis Felton. Francis Felton? Who's that? Haven't you heard of Francis Felton and his society orchestra? He was standing out front conducting, but the crowd got so thick during the rumba that Herb and Francis wound up dancing oh, the rumba. Sounds like an old Charlie Chaplin movie. <laughs> he walked like Charlie for two weeks. <laughs> I know Herb for one will be tickled to death when he hears somebody's giving a party this New Year's Eve for a change. Well, let's make out a list of guests. Okay. I'll have to start planning how much food we need. Yeah. Now, let me get a pencil here. Let's see, there's Herb and Ruth Travis. Yeah, that's two. Morton Mabel Toops. Right, that's four. Doc Gamble. Five. 
No, I guess we better make that six. Yeah, the way old Fatso eats. Oh, I was talking about Miss Cuddleson, his girlfriend. Mm -hmm. He'll probably bring her. She's an awfully sweet girl, you know that? Yeah, nice kid. You think they'll ever get married? I don't know, I doubt it. You really ought to talk to him about it. A fine man like him deserves a wife, and she'd be... Ah, not me. When it comes to stuff like that there, I butt out. It's too dangerous. Wally Wimple still got detectives looking for the guy that introduced him to Sweetie Face. <laughs> oh, you men. Hey, there's a couple we got to ask, the Wimples. Put them down. Oh, of course. The Wimples? Sally and Les Nelson? My, the list is growing. Yeah, that's the way it goes with parties. Hey, how about the old-timer? I don't know if he'd like to come stag, you know, with Bessie out of town. I don't know either. You know, he's been drooping around like a wet cat the last few days. Yeah, I know. A party would be good for him if he'd come. Cheer him up a little. Well, let's ask him. Grocery boy. Did you hear something? Anybody home? Not that it matters. My goodness, that's him. I could hardly hear him. He's all broken up like a Christmas toy. Oh, well, it don't matter. Home, not home. I don't feel like talking anyhow. Poor thing. We're in here, Mr. Oldtimer. Hey, wait a minute. I'll get him, Molly. Gee whiz, he went out the door before I could... Hey, old-timer. Hey, don't go. Come on, come here, will you? Oh, sorry, kids. Got to put the groceries down, didn't I? Yeah. I'll set them here in the sink. Oh, any place, that's okay. This will probably be my last trip, son. When I get home tonight, I'm going to pack my bag with everything I own. Go out to the edge of town and jump off on a cliff. Huh? Oh, hey, now, wait yes, a minute. Yes, my goodness, we're going to have a New Year's Eve party this year, and you're invited. You don't want to miss that, do you? No, wait till after New Year's before you jump, old-timer. Oh, I'm sorry, kids. I, I don't want to spoil your party, but since Bessie left, I just ain't in the mood to have fun. When she left, Bessie took the sunshine out of my life. Oh, he's in bad shape, McGee. Now, listen, old-timer, I was once in the same spot you're in. I had a girl I was crazy about, a beautiful girl. McGee! When she left town, I was as miserable as you are. And there's only one thing to do, do like I did. I never heard about this great romance. Marry her, like I did. Oh. (laughs) Well, I appreciate your advice, Johnny, but that's impossible. Why impossible? People get married all the time. Yeah, but not to Cocker Spaniels. Cocker Spaniels? I didn't mind Bessie leaving so much, but... She took Sunshine, my little Spaniel, with her. Oh. Ah, the fun we used to have, me and my little Sunshine. Long walks in the country, playing catch. Chasing cats together, just like father and son. For heaven's sake. So, thanks, kids, but no party. When New Year's Eve comes, I'll just set home among my souvenirs. A bone, a leash, huck a cloth out of the mailman's pants, and think of Sunshine. When Guy Lombardo plays Old Lang Syne, I'll, I'll whimper a little and... Crawl under the bed. In just a moment, we'll try to straighten out the McGee's. Now, here's Eleanor Engel with a shopping reminder for this holiday weekend. Don't forget Alka-Seltzer. An extra package on the side keeps a family well supplied. You bet. You know, it's pretty darn discouraging to reach for that Alka-Seltzer bottle and find it empty. Yes, and it always seems to happen when you need an Alka-Seltzer most. You may have an uncomfortable, upset stomach or a nasty headache. And you want the kind of gentle, refreshing relief that Alka-Seltzer can bring so quickly. So pick up an extra package of Alka-Seltzer today or tomorrow for sure, won't you? Then when a headache or indigestion happens along to keep you from enjoying your holiday fun... Take the medicine that's so refreshing. Take Alka-Seltzer. 
Well, I'm sorry you can't make it. Oh, we wouldn't think of having a party without asking you. Yes, we'll miss you. Bye. Oh, good. Hmm? Mrs. Spradley can't make it. She's going out of town. Oh, swell. I explained to Kramer at the drugstore that Mrs. Spradley would probably sing and I was going to do imitations, so Kramer says he can't make it either. <laughs> Wonderful. That cuts it down to just the people we want to have now. Mm -hmm. See, this is going to be fun. Yeah, we haven't had a good party in a long time, and this is a good gang we're getting together, you know that? Well, come on, let's get busy. How many do we have on the list now? Uh, let's see, scratch off Spradley. Let me see. Well, not counting the Krupps. Fred and Betty, what's the matter with I them? I just remember they had a new baby last week. Oh, of course. That still leaves ten besides us. We've got to call Herb, Wimp, the Toopses, Les Nelson, and Doc, and... A new baby. How could I ever have forgotten that? <laughs> we lived next door to him, you'd remember. Ran into a neighbor of Fred's the other day, and he says he threatened to punch old Fred in the nose if he didn't get that yelling stop. Oh, dear. Says all night long, it's watch out, don't drop him, don't let your mother hold him. It's our baby, isn't it? <laughs> Then her mother starts yelling back at Fred, and they say, it's just bedlam. Must be. Well, ten people isn't a very big party, but I think a small group is more fun anyhow. Oh, sure. And I wouldn't go out this New Year's Eve and fight those crowds for... Oh, uh, come in. Well, Dr. Gamble, do come in. Hi, Molly. And a low bow in your direction, dum-dome. A low bow. <laughs> That's a laugh. The only part of you that can fold, fat boy, is that beat-up satchel you're carrying. Now, before you boys get started with your usual flattery, I'd like to get a word in here. Say, what are you doing New Year's Eve, Doctor? Do you have any plans? I do indeed, Molly, and that's why I came over. I got a table reserved at the sump room, Miss Cuddleson and I. Oh, well, that's nice. I hear the band is great. Francis Felton, ever hear of him? Hmm? Oh, yeah, yeah. Good dancer, too. Huh? Well, I hope you and Miss Cuddleson have fun. Well, look, here's the deal, kids. The only way I could get anything at the sump room this late was to take a table for ten. The only thing they had left. Table for ten? Five couples, yeah. Fifteen dollars a couple. So I thought I'd round up some good friends like you kids and we'd have ourselves a ball. Oh, gee, Doctor. Well, we'd like to spend New Year's Eve with you, all right, but... Well, uh, we already got plans, Doc. Oh, gee, I'm sorry. I asked Herb and Ruthie Travis, but Herb said after you've seen one New Year's Eve at the sump room, you've seen them all. <laughs> Whatever that means. I know what he means. So far, I got the Wimples lined up. The Wimples? Yeah, and Morton Mabel. Toops? Morton Mabel Toops? Yep. And your next-door neighbors are going. Lesson, Sally? Nelson? So all I need is two more, and I'm all set. I was figuring on you kids for sure. These are all friends of yours, and... Oh, dear. Well, have to find somebody else, I guess. You mind if I use your phone? Molly, you mind if I use your phone? Oh, uh, no, doctor. Go right ahead. Uh, I'll give Fred Krupp a ring and... Oh, no, they just had a new baby. Let's see, where's my address book? McGee, look, as long as our party just collapsed on us, why don't we... Uh... Fifteen bucks a couple? I know, but... Just to do a rumba with Francis Felton? Oh, no, not me. I can't seem to find my address book. Must have left it at the office. Are you sure you kids I'm can't... sorry, Doc. Thanks a lot, but we already got plans. Well, I got a scram. I'll think of somebody. Have a good time New Year's Eve, if that's possible in that mob. Yes, have fun, Doctor. Give our regards to Miss Cuddleson. I will. Bye. Don't look so glum, Molly. We'll think up something to do, someplace to go. I'll get it. McGee's residence. McGee speaking. Oh, hello, Herb. Huh? You and Ruth? Having a party New Year's Eve with Molly and I like to come. Wonderful. Don't stand there. Say yes, oh, yes. Oh, why, sure, Herb. Be a pleasure. Yeah, we're, we're sick and tired of going out, too. Boy, this is a break. Oh, I'm delighted. I like to be with friends on New Year's What's Eve. What say, Herb? 
Oh, you don't have to call us back. There's no need no, to... Oh, tell him we're delighted. You what, Herb? Oh, you have to check with the others on your list first. We're the first ones you called? That's nice, isn't it? Well, who are you going to ask? Oh, the Wimples? Les and Sally Nelson? Morton Mabel? Fred Krupp? Doc Gamble? What? Oh, dear, that's all. Oh, no. Well, well, there's no use giving a party unless everybody can come, of course. As a matter of fact, though, I just remembered something, Herb. Doctor? Dr. Gamble, wait a minute. Molly and I promised to go out New Year's Eve with Doc Gamble. Yeah, Doc got a big table at the sump room. You know, Francis Felton is playing there, and it'll be worth the money just to watch Doc Rumber because if I can get him and Francis Felton together, then... Vern Molly have a final word for you to come. Say, if you're feeling the miseries of a cold, do yourself a real favor, won't you? And find out how Tabson can help you. Tabson, spelled T-A-B-C-I-N, can be taken at any stage of a cold to relieve the sniffles, sneezes, watery eyes, feverish feeling, headache, and general aches and pains. Tabson comes in smooth-coated, easily swallowed tablets in packages easy to carry with you wherever you go. And that's just what you want to do if you have a cold during this time of the year. Take Tabson. You know, according to the paper tonight, we were lucky to get a reservation at the sump room or anywhere else. Yeah? Well, that's one man's opinion. Frankly... It says here, hotel keepers predict the biggest night of all. The entire town is sold out. Hey, I got a great idea, Molly. I bet if I get down there early Saturday night and stand outside, I bet you I could probably sell that $15 reservation of ours for $25, $30 bucks maybe. What? Why, make enough for us to go to a movie and have free popcorn, have oh, enough money... Oh, to... you'll do no such a thing. <laughs> I know I won't. <laughs> so long, everybody. See you tomorrow. Bye. <laughs>
Remember, when you order beer, be sure to ask for Arrow, the beer with the famous flavor. Welcome back to the final episode of Yesterday Today of 2023. We're bidding farewell to the old and hello to the new with some vintage radio. That's right, and up next we have Happy a... Happy New Year! Oh, oh, Happy okay. New Year! Happy New Year! Happy New Year, everybody! Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Yeah, Sydney, I love the enthusiasm, I really do, but I think your watch is a little off. It's it's not quite midnight yet. You didn't buy your watch from Lenny, did you? No, I know it's not quite midnight just yet, but I'm so excited about the new year, I, I just can't help from being excited. All right, well, I, I didn't know you were so enthused about the uh, changing of the calendar, but... Well, normally I'm not so much, but this year is different. I have a, uh, <laughs> I have a bit of an announcement to make at the stroke of midnight. Nothing but good news. What kind of good news are you talking about? Well, all in due time, gentlemen. All in due time. Say, uh, you two wouldn't happen to know where old Pops is, would you? You know, the big guy? Oh, the producer? Uh, he mentioned something about going to a New Year's Eve party across town tonight. What? You mean he isn't here? If you want to find the producer of this show, here in the studio while we're recording the show is the last place you should have looked. Yeah, I think he left a little bit ago. Okay, alright. Stay calm. Stay calm. Don't panic. I can still save this. Um, I'm, 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 I'm gonna call him. I'm gonna call him. Give me the phone. Is it that important? Well, yeah, he's my father-in-law. He needs to hear this announcement the most. Give me the phone. All right, all right, here you go. I don't know when we got this old rotary desk phone, but have at it. All right, all right. Stay calm, stay calm. You're going to save this suddenly. Everything's, everything's, everything's going to be good. Hello, hello. Oh, hey, big guy. How you doing? You know, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I know you're on your way to a party, but this is very important. I have to talk to you to bring you a special New Year's Eve announcement. Strap yourself in for the first good news of 2024. Or the, the last good news of 2023. I'm not sure what time it is. But anyway, um, actually, uh, you, you may want to stop the car and, and pull over. It's kind of a kind of a big deal. Oh, well, okay, suit yourself, but don't say I didn't warn you. Anyway, are you ready? Oh, no, I mean, are you really ready? Like, super duper re- Okay, okay, I'll get to the point, I'll get to the point. Maisie and I are having a baby. Uh, sir? Hello? H- hello? H- hello? Sydney, really? Hey, congratulations, Sydney, that's fantastic. Uh, hold on, hold on, guys. Uh, it, it sounds like he might have just crashed his car. Hello? Hello? Crashed his ca- what? Hello? I hear sirens. Uh, it looks like we have some things to take care of. Here's an episode of My Friend Irma in, in the meantime. Hello? Hello? Lever Brothers Company, makers of Swan, the soap that gives you a wonderful new kind of suds, presents... Our friend Swan. With my friend Irma. 
Starring Mary Wilson as Irma and Kathy Lewis as Jane. Friendship, friendship, just a perfect friendship when other friendships have been forgot. Theirs will still be hot. My friend Irma. And the end of the year is the time to take inventory. Now, let's see. My name, Jane Stacy. Assets, normal intelligence, a fair figure, passable appearance, and a $50 a week job. Liabilities, still single. <laughs> Item number two, name Irma Peterson. Assets, cute face, blonde hair, trim figure. Liabilities, one vacuum inside of her head. <laughs> Now, understand me, I love Irma Peterson. She's the sweetest kid I've ever met, but there are times when... Well, for instance, the other night we were preparing dinner, Irma was peeling onions, and the tears were streaming down her cheeks. So I said, honey... Yes, Jane? Look, I I read once that if you peel onions underwater, it won't affect your eyes. Why don't you try it? Oh, I can't, Jane. I just had my hair waved, and there's a hole in my bathing cap. (laughs) Well, now you know why I hope the new year will be different. In fact, we're just a few hours away from it. Irma and I are sitting in our little room discussing our New Year's Eve plans. Oh, Jane. Yeah? You know, as the year slips away, I realize more and more how lucky I am to have a fellow like Al. Lucky? With a man who hasn't worked in five years? Oh, it's not that. It's just that Al is so sweet. He never forgets me on holidays. Oh, he's so reliable. Why, his very name, Al. A-L stands for Always Loyal. Frankly, I think it stands for avoid labor (laughs) What time are you expecting that pause that depresses? Oh, Al will be here before midnight He said he was going to get up early today (laughs) We have great plans for tonight Really? Where are you going? Nowhere (laughs) Come again? We're sitting in uh, Al is bringing the refreshments, and, and as soon as we run out of one bottle, he's going to get another. You know you can get all the cokes you want these days? <laughs> Why, that cheapskate. Jane, I don't think it's nice of you to say that. After all, he's coming here to see me. Richard hasn't even called yet. Well, I haven't called him. I mean, I mean, uh, well, I, 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 I don't want to go out. But at least he could have called you. Oh, well, I, it wouldn't faze me one bit, really, wouldn't I? I think only idiots go out on New Year's Eve. Well, Al, are in. <laughs> uh, I, I don't see why Richard would Please, wouldn't... Irma, as far as Richard is concerned, really, I... I uh, well, I have a headache. Oh, I'm sorry, Jane. Well, then you wouldn't have any fun if you did go out. No, no, I wouldn't think that. New Year's Eve means absolutely nothing to me. Nothing at all. I, I'd, I'd much rather just... Hello? Uh, yes, Richard. Oh, no, Jane doesn't want to go out. She has a headache. Goodbye. Give me that phone! Are you hung up? Oh, Irma, how could you? But you had a headache. It went away. (laughs) Gee, sometimes a fellow's voice is so much better than an aspirin. Yeah. (laughs) Hello, Richard. Oh, Richard, this is Jane. What? No, no, I never felt better. Headache? 
No, 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 Irma has the headache. <laughs> yeah, she, she got kind of confused, you know. You take me where? Oh, that'd be wonderful. Well, I know it's short notice, but I have practically nothing to do to get ready, and I'll be waiting. Okay, Richard. Bye. Oh, Irma, Richard's taking me out. But you said you didn't want to go. Well, uh, uh, what could I do? Didn't you see how long he begged me? <laughs> but he hardly spoke to you. Well, he begs very fast. <laughs> oh, and look at the time, and I looked like a mess. Yes, your hair needs doing. Oh, it sure does, and I haven't got a thing to wear. Well, Richard will understand. No, Irma, no, this is 1948. It's leap year, and I've made up my mind I'm not going to let Richard forget it for one minute. I'm going to see to it that my looks leap at him and my, my clothes leap at him. My personality leaps at him. Oh, where will I begin? Address. Yes, that's it. Address. Address. Let me think now. Oh, Irma, do you, do you think you could lower the hemline on my black dress? Well, sure, Jane. I do my own. Oh, good, sweetie. Now my hair. Oh, where could I find a beauty parlor open on New Year's Eve? It's just hopeless. Well, well Jane, I could do your hair. Do you think you could? Certainly I do my own. And you know all my friends say that I have a head that is very unusual. Yeah. Well, I guess I have no choice. Come in. It's only me, Professor Kropotsky. Oh. <laughs> Happy New Year, girl. And may the years to come find you as sweet and pretty as the two of you are. Thank you, Professor. And may the years make you pretty, too. Oh. <laughs> all right, all right, Irma. Seriously, Professor Irma, and I hope that the New Year brings you health and prosperity and... And a more decent room to live in. Thank you, girls, but let's not talk about my room. I already made a resolution. No more complaining to Mrs. O'Reilly. No more saying the room looks like a stable. No more will I nail a sign on my door, condemned. <laughs> 1948 is going to be different. Well, what about paying the rent? How many resolutions can a man make? <laughs> oh, my goodness, look at the time. P Professor, I, I don't want to seem rude or anything, but Richard's taking me out and I've got to wash my hair. Irma, will you get started on that dress? All right, Jane, leave it to me. So Richard is taking her out. That's nice. Irma, where is Al taking you? We're staying home and I'm glad. Why? Well, you know how crowded nightclubs are. They make you sit in a corner, and next thing you know, someone puts one of those silly pointed hats on your head and always makes me feel I'm back in school again. <laughs> and I'm too grown up for that. I know what you mean. Uh, how tall are you, Professor? Uh, five feet five, why? Well, Jane wants me to let the hem down on this dress, and I want to get it even all around. Would, would you mind putting it on? <laughs> it's a little embarrassing, but if it'll help you, all right. Oh, that's... Well, here, now, let's slip it on. All right. Mm -hmm. hey, pull your stomach in, Professor. No use. Comes out in back. <laughs> uh, just inhale. Uh, there, now. Now it's on. <laughs> What's so funny? You look cute. <laughs> I don't know. How do you like that? The old professor is a classy dresser. <laughs> now, let me see. Uh, two inches? Two and a half? You know, Irma, now that I got the dress on, I just remembered my poor old mother always wanted a girl. <laughs> Gee, if she could just see you now. Well, she'd be a little frightened, the daughter with the beard. <laughs> How is coming out, then? Oh, fine, professor. Come in. Hiya, chicken. And you too, madam. Don't be a wise guy. Oh, it's you, Professor. 
Care to dance? You come one step near me and believe me, I'm going... Oh, please, Al, honey, don't tease the professor. He's being very kind. I'm fixing this dress for Jane. Huh? How does it look? Uh, Dress don't look bad, but the model needs a veil. (laughs) Emma, will you finish already? Well, in a minute, professor, I'm pinning it up. Let me take this minute to say Happy New Year to the two of you. Here, chicken, here's a big kiss. Oh, well, I I want the kiss, but it isn't midnight yet. Don't worry, chicken, I always carry a spare. (laughs) There. Now you, Professor. Al! Oh, sorry, Professor, the dress threw me. We'll just shake hands. Happy New Year, Professor. Same to you, Al. Now, Emma, please. All right, it's pinned. Now Now let's take it off. Gladly. <clears throat> now, if you excuse me, I got to take my hat and coat and run. Well, what's your hurry? It's midnight. Uh, Miss O'Reilly gets a little mellow at midnight, and she wants to give me a kiss, and I can't think of a worse way to start the New Year. Goodbye. <laughs> Happy New Year, Jane. My hair's almost dry. I'll be out soon. All right, Jane. I- I'll set it when you're ready. You doing Jane's hair, chicken? Yes, there was no time to get to a beauty parlor, and Richard is taking her out. Jane wants to look her best so she'll make a hit with him. Chicken, I just got an idea. Well, what is it, Al? It breaks my heart to see Jane and Richard break up. Well, how do you know they'll break up? Oh, it's in the cards. The dame's got no glamour. What do you mean? Well, look, I'll explain it to you, honey. Remember that picture we saw with Gregory Peck? Who was he making love to? Uh, Lana Turner. That's right. A blonde. And that Wednesday night, who was Tyrone Power making love to? Why, Betty Grable. That's right. Another blonde. Oh, well, that's silly. Olivia de Havilland is a brunette. Well, why do you think she's always crying? (laughs) Did you ever see what happens to the men in her pictures? They either kill themselves or leave the country. Oh, you mean that expression, gentlemen prefer blondes, is really true? Well, chicken, you don't have to look any further. What are you? A blonde. And what am I? A gentleman. Who do I prefer? Me. That's what I say, gentlemen prefer blondes. (laughs) Now, look, chicken, you want to see Jane married, don't you? Oh, sure. Worse than myself. Well, then you got to help her. Well, how, Al? Well, you're going to do her hair. Why don't you touch it up a little? Give it glamour. Bleach it. Oh, Al, I, I don't think she'd ever agree to that. She don't have to know. You just slip a couple of jiggers of ammonia in the solution. <laughs> oh, oh, no, I couldn't do that. She'd never forgive me. Don't be too sure. Some things have to be shown. Take my grandmother. Didn't believe in gambling. One night she's having coffee, and instead of lump sugar, somebody slips a pair of dice into her hand. The old girl's never been so happy. You know, for the past ten years, we haven't been able to get her out of Las Vegas. <laughs> Not so loud. Jane will hear you. Chicken, all I can say is that the girl's future is in your hands. But how do you know Jane would look good as a blonde? We experiment. Hand me that black hairbrush on the dresser. All right, Al. Here. Uh, now I'll go get the ammonia. Good. Yeah, see, they got a little lye around here. We'll mix the lye and the ammonia. <laughs> Must do the trick. Yes, sir, we're going to make this a year Jane will never forget. Here it is, Al. I-, I put some in the pan. Good. Now I put a little lye in. Mix it up. Now, chicken, watch. The brush is the color of Jane's hair. I lay it in the pan. Now we give it a minute. Oh, Al, I'm worried. Don't be, chicken. Believe me, many a dame faced a dark future until they made their hair see the light. Aha, uh-huh, look at the brush. You see? Hold it. Something's wrong. All the hair fell out. Oh, Al, we couldn't do that to Jane. She'd catch cold. <laughs> Funny 
police office. What in the world's going on in here? Well, uh... What have the two of you done to my hairbrush? We'll gladly pay for it. You see, you want to give it as a Christmas present. Christmas present? Yeah, I got a friend, a, a midget Indian. Want to give him a paddle. <laughs> what are you two trying to do? Irma, why are you fooling around with the ammonia? Well, um, I'm lightheaded, and Al thought you... That's all I want to hear, Irma Peterson? How could you even think of a thing like that? Why, I wouldn't let you touch my hair now for all the New Year's dates in the world. Oh, now, take it easy, Jamie. Well... We're just experimenting. Give Irma another chance. Not on your life. I'll stay home before I do that. Oh, Jane, please. It would just make me miserable having you here with me. I mean, uh... <laughs> Well, just forget it, Irma. I'll just tell Richard that he called me too late. Oh, no. Then, uh, you can still get your hair done. On New Year's Eve? By whom? My girlfriend, Amber Lipscott. Her. Oh, please, Irma. Oh, I know you don't like her, but, but Amber is a licensed <clears throat> beauty operator, and she'd be glad to come over and do it for you. But I can't stand her. She walks around in her bare feet. Well, what do you care, Jane? She only puts her hands in your hair. <laughs> I'll call it. Oh. I- I've got a feeling this is going to be worse. Irma? Uh, hello, Amber. Uh, this is Irma. Oh, Happy New Year to you, too. Uh, what are you doing, Amber? Throwing out your mistletoe? Well, better luck next year. <laughs> uh, Amber, would you please come over and do Jane's hair? She's got a date. What? Where does she buy her mistletoe? Oh, she'll tell you when you get here. Oh, please hurry, Amber. Her date will be here soon. Goodbye. (laughs) She's coming right over, Jane, and I hope you're not mad at me anymore. No, no, that's all right, honey. It's just that I'm so excited, you know. Well, I guess I'll take a fast shower while I'm waiting for Amber. Excuse me, will you? Sure, Jane. Chicken, uh, this uh, Amber Lipscott, does she know her stuff? Well, Al, you've seen her. What about her? Well, she's a wonderful beautician. She even works on herself. She does. You know, I think before this evening is over, we'll go back to ammonia. And now Susie Swan sings to us. Listen. My advice, says Susie, you like this brand new kind of lather, so be choosy. Swan gives you beauty lather, rich as cream. Your skin stays soft as any dream. And fresh as dew, I swan to you, says Susie. Well, I know you ladies agree with Susie Swan that the soap for your baths is something to be choosy about. Yes, that's why so many lovely women choose swan soap. Because white floating swan gives you a wonderful new kind of beauty lather. A new kind of beauty lather to make your baths delightful... Always. You see, Swan's new kind of beauty lather is extra rich, extra creamy. So when you smooth it on, you can fairly feel how gently Swan cleanses your skin. And when you step from the tub, you'll see by the glow of your skin how thoroughly Swan's beauty lather cleanses too. And you'll notice still another beauty gift from Swan. That's the way Swan leaves your skin after your bath. Satin smooth and fresh, not all dry and over-soaked, because Swan rinses away so completely... So next time, let Swan's wonderful new kind of beauty lather give you a really delightful beauty bath. Well, I'm in the shower, but believe me, I'm not singing. Why not? Because it's nine o'clock, Richard will be here any minute, and I look like a savage. 
Amber hasn't arrived yet to do my hair, and I still don't know what sort of a job Irma's done on my dress, and the minutes keep rushing past like mad. Oh, what a girl will go through for a little thing like landing a husband. Irma? Uh, yes, Jane? Sweetie, will you iron that hem that you fixed? I already have. Come in. Oh, hello, Amber. Hello, dearie. Oh, it's so sweet of you to come over and do Jane's hair on New Year's Eve. Listen, dearie, it's just a favor to you. For your roommate, I wouldn't lift a finger. Burns me up that girls like her get all the dates. Oh, I have a date, too. Uh, where? Under the newspapers on the sofa. Uh, Al, get up. Huh? Huh? Oh, it's you, Amber. Thought I had a nightmare. <laughs> Hello, Al. What's new with the man on the street? Not much. How things at Stillman's gym? <laughs> oh, Emma, he's a card. Why don't you ask for a new deal? Colonel, <laughs> for goodness sakes, honey, it's getting late. Is Amber here yet? Uh, she just got here. Oh, I'll be right off. Say, Emma, is your roommate one of them talky types? You know, the kind that bends your ear when you wake on them? Well, I don't think so. I hope not. Because when they talk, I have to answer them. And I keep the bobby pins in my mouth. And you don't know how many times I'm almost choked to death. I prefer the silent type like myself. People who never open their mouths unless they have something to say. Now, let me see. My curlers, my combs, rinse. Oh, no, I forgot the hair lacquer. Say, Al, would you run out and buy me some hair lacquer? You mean it's my turn to talk? <laughs> oh, Al, please. Okay, chicken. Uh, where do I get it? Uh, the drugstore has everything. And while you're there, get some Tootsie Rolls. I always use them when I run out of curlers. Be right back. Now, let's see. I think I'll have a sit here. Emma, get a towel. No, no, it's all right. I have one with me. Hello, Amber. Gee, you'll never know how much I appreciate this. I'd do anything for Emma. Uh, Just sit down, Jerry. Okay. Now, what style do you like? Well, I, I generally wear it in a side sweep. You're crazy. But I like it. Oh, well, I guess when a person gets to be 30, they want to look sophisticated. <laughs> I'm 23. You kidding? Now, just a minute. Uh, uh, just a minute. Keep your head still, dearie. You ain't bobbing for apples. <laughs> Say, when did you tint your hair last? That's the natural color. Uh, go on, lie to yourself if it'll make you happy. <laughs> Amber, make Jane extra pretty tonight. And she's going with her special boyfriend. You know, as the French say... Her patty de foie gras? <laughs> Just leave it to me. Now, what shall we talk about, girls? What's the difference what we start with? <laughs> we always come back to men. <laughs> Personally, I despise them. Now, don't get me wrong. Men have been very nice to me. I don't know where I could have spent my money and had a better time. <laughs> Amber, the, the wave set's kind of running into my ears. Oh, well, don't worry, dearie. I'm not charging you extra. <laughs> Believe me, girls, this would be a better world without men. Oh, Amber, you're just bitter. Look at my Al. I don't know any girl who could take the place of him. You'll find out differently. <laughs> Believe me, dearie, when I hear what goes on, I don't ever want to get married. Have you ever been asked? That's beside the point. <laughs> well, Amber, you never know. One day you've got nothing. The next day you've found one some, someone like Al. That's really making time stand still. Uh, don't mind Jane, Amber. She doesn't think much of Al. But I know him better. I can count on him in rain, sleet, slush, and snow. So why do you need a fella? You can get the same results with a four-way cold tablet. <laughs> no, girls, it's not my nature to chase men. I got three phones, and I send out blotters. 
I figure that's enough. <laughs> Have you tried sky riding? <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Emma, hand me the bobby pin. Amber, listen, will you please hurry? It's almost ten. I haven't even tried my dress on. Don't worry, don't worry, dearie. You look gorgeous. Uh, Say, Jane, while we're waiting for Al and the hair lacquer... Uh, excuse I... me just a minute. Uh, come in! It's me again. Janie, your hair looks positively beautiful. Thank you. Yes, my girlfriend Amber did it for... Uh, Professor, you've met Amber. Oh, yes. Uh, are you doing anything this evening, Professor? No. Well, uh, Amber isn't doing anything, are you, Amber? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, Happy New Year, everybody. Goodbye. <laughs> I, think he... I think he likes you, Amber, because every time he looks at you, he closes his eyes. Come in. Well, got the lacquer. Oh, well, Al, will you pour a little in a pan? Uh, there's one in the kitchen, honey. All right, chicken. See, girls, isn't he wonderful? I admit he isn't handsome and he's kind of short and he has no job or any money, but I love what's left of him. <laughs> I'd like to see the pot that got away. <laughs> Al, will you hurry up with that hair lacquer? I ought to be dressed by now. Coming up. Here you are, girls. Oh, Jane, your hair looks terrific. Thanks. Just wait till I get this lacquer on. It'll keep in place. Now hold still, dearie, while I pour, pour some on. I'll loosen the ends just before you're ready to go. Oh, swell. Amber, you know it looks beautiful. I'd like to pay you a little extra for coming here and working on New Year's Eve. Oh, I wouldn't take money from any friend of Amos, dearie. Because if you want to, if any girls at the party say it's pretty... You can tell them I'm available for appointments. Oh, I certainly will. Yeah, and if any fellas say it's pretty, you can tell them I'm available. <laughs> now, be careful, dearie. Don't mess the lacquer putting your dress on. No, I won't, Amber. I won't. Irma, hand me the dress, will you? I'll just get in back of this screen. I want you all to know how grateful I am for what you've done. You, Amber, for doing my hair, and Irma for fixing my dress, and Al for getting the lacquer. I'm just the luckiest girl that... Irma. What's the matter, Jane? This dress. What did you do? I lowered the hem. But Irma, white thread on a black dress? <laughs> well, Jane, we don't have any black thread, and you're in such a hurry, and I figured you could match it by wearing white gloves. Oh. <laughs> oh, Irma, why didn't you tell me I can't wear this? I'll have to wear the white one. Do you want me to lower the hem? No, we're all out of black thread. <laughs> well, anyway, thank goodness my hair looks pretty good. Amber. Amber. What's eating you now, dearie? My hair. I can't move it. It's hard as a rock. Ah, that's ridiculous. Let me run a comb through it. Yeah. Uh, hand me another comb, Irma. This one won't budge. No. Oh, ow. Oh, Is careful, your... Amber. My, my head, you... You'll pull it off. I mean, you... I can't understand this. Al, what did you buy? Hair lacquer. Are you sure? Look at the can. Jane, I'm an intelligent guy. When I go to the store, I... Holy mackerel. What's the matter, Al? I asked the dame for hair lacquer. She gave me chair lacquer. <laughs> chair lacquer? Oh, well, now what can I do? Amber, how can you get it off? Dearie, I'm a beautician, not a carpenter. <laughs> There's got to be some way to soften it. Oh, I'll go out of my mind. If I ever put my head on Richard's shoulder, he'd cave in. <laughs> oh, Al. Oh, now, take it easy, Jane. We were just trying to help oh, you. Oh, trying to help me. Just look at me. 
A black dress with white thread and a head full of broken combs. <laughs> Why don't I learn? Why don't I ever learn the minute you two say you'll help me? I'm just a dead pigeon. Richard will be here any minute and I can't go. I can't go. Oh, don't cry, Jane. Well, what do you want me to do? Sing old Lang Syne? <laughs> My first New Year's party with Richard and I can't go. Oh, Irma. Oh. Hello? Uh, hello, Irma. Is Jane there? Yes, but I, I don't know whether she wants to talk now. She seems a little heavy-hearted in the head. <laughs> Give me the phone. Hello, Richard. Richard, I don't think I'll be Look, able... Look, Jane, I don't know what you're going to say. I'm on my way to pick you up, and I haven't got the nerve to face you, so I called. Jane, I've made a terrible mistake. You're not the only one. What is it, Richard? Well, now, now, please don't be angry. I know this is a fine time to tell you, but the party I'm taking you to is a masquerade. A masquerade? Now, now don't be angry, Jane. Look, do you think you can get something unusual in a hurry? <laughs> unusual? Come right over, Richard. Even I don't know what I'm supposed to be. <laughs> oh, kids, I'm going. I I'm going. Everything's all right. It's a masquerade. Hooray! Happy New Year! Yeah. Oh, Happy New Year, honey. You see, Jane, when Amber and Al and I get together, everything turns out right. The three of us are a perfect couple. <laughs> Irma had a cake of swan soap in her hand, and she kept staring at it and saying, My name is Swan. My name is Swan. Then she'd listen for a minute, and then she'd start all over again. My name is Swan. My name is Swan. Well, I had to know. So I said, Why, Irma? And Irma said, Well, if a parrot can talk, I don't see why the swan can't learn, too. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Irma, even if that cake of swan could talk, it would probably tell you what you already know. That white floating swan soap gives you a wonderful new kind of beauty lather. A new kind of beauty lather that's perfect for your bath. Sure, it's perfect the way swan's new kind of beauty lather cleanses. So thoroughly, your skin fairly glows. And it's perfect, too, how gentle swan's new kind of lather is. Well, even the most delicate complexions are left soft and smooth. Now, naturally, because swan is mild as fine castiles. And ladies... How perfect you feel after a swan bath. Radiant, relaxed. And your skin doesn't have that feeling of over-soaked dryness. No, not a bit, because swan's wonderful new kind of beauty lather rinses away so completely. So, for your bath, use swan soap. You'll love swan's wonderful new kind of beauty lather. costume and I went to the masquerade party with Richard and I had the New Year's Eve of all time. New Year's Day I spent in the tub getting the lacquer out of my hair. Now it's just the same as ever. Irma, however, has been pestering me all day with questions about the party. Jane, you didn't tell me what you went as. Well, how could I tell her that with my head as hard as a rock, naturally, I went as my friend Irma. <laughs> My Friend Irma, presented by Swan, another fine product of Lever Brothers Company, was produced and directed by Cy Howard. Tonight's script was written by Cy Howard and Park Levy. Frank Bingman speaking. 
For a gala New Year's cake that'll do you proud, rely on Spry, sensational Spry with Cake Improver. Made the Spry one bowl way, your favorite cake is sure to be lighter, finer, better tasting. Certainly, because Spry is the pure, creamy, all-vegetable shortening with the wonderful cake-making secret that ensures luscious cakes mixed in one-third the usual time. If you like cake and compliments, Spry is for you, because no other type of shortening has Spry's amazing cake improver. That's S-P-R-Y, Spry. Tune in again to my friend Irma next Monday evening at this same time. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System. Hey, welcome back to Yesterday Today. We're finishing up our last episode of 2023. Bit of a tribute to the new year. While uh, Sidney just announced to his father-in-law, our producer, that he and his wife are going to have a baby. Any word from the producer? Yeah, I still got him on the phone. It was the funniest coincidence. Right after I told him he got into a car accident. <laughs> what are the odds? They're checking him over at the hospital at the moment, but he's fine. Ain't that right, big guy? No, I'm sorry. I think we have a bad connection. It, it kind of sounded like you said I'm, I'm torturing you in your hour of misery. <laughs> I can't be... Uh, huh? Uh, no, no, this is good news. We're having a baby. Yeah. Uh, what's that? Yeah, me and Maisie. Another little Sydney running around. The world will never be the same. Well, I, I suppose in the grand sort of cosmic sense you have a bit of a... Uh-huh. Well, no, I, I can't guarantee that he won't take after me at least a little bit. I, well, no, it, it's too late to reconsider. Uh, yes, I, I am the Sydney you're thinking. Yeah, Sydney Snornhoff, that's me. That's, I am the Sydney. Uh... <laughs> oh, you kidder. No, no, it's true. Your daughter and I, we are having a baby. <laughs> don't use such dirty language. <laughs> I don't know what. Well, who else's grandchild would it be? What am I unleashing on the earth? A baby, that's what I just said. Can, can you hear me? I, I think... Yes, a real honest-to-goodness baby. And you're the first person I told. Well, the only other people that know are Jake and McLean. I... What do you mean, keep it that way? Hello? Hello? Huh. He hung up. What did he say, Sid? Well, I think we had a bad connection. I couldn't understand most of what he was saying, but it, it did sound like he was he was so overcome with happiness that he broke down crying. <laughs> He's such a big softy. Yes, touching. Well, congratulations, Sydney. We're happy for you. No, yeah, thanks. Well, what a way to ring in the new year. 2024 is already off to a promising start. Well, if you want more yesterday today, you can visit kisu.org or wherever you get your old Lang Syne podcasts. I should call him back and see if he has any baby name ideas. Ding dong, ding dong, ding dong, ding dong, ding dong.